0: This is Always Advancing with your host, Josh Sanchez, the podcast created for multidimensional individuals, those that are looking to enhance their human experience and activate their state of self-actualization. Tune in each week for growth hacks and inspiring interviews to help you advance and actualize your full potential. I appreciate your attention and I'm grateful for your awareness. Let's go. All right, advancers. This is the last and final part of my book, Meta Awareness, the Most Important Mental Skill of the 21st Century. Let's dive right in to part three, the last chapter, and the conclusion. Meta Awareness, the Agent for Transformation. Few of us ever live in the present. We are forever anticipating what is to come or remembering what has gone luis lamor at this point i may be portraying mind wandering as a vice that's not my full intent because mind wandering can be a virtue as well it's been linked to generate creative ideas it's a capacity that helps us plan ahead the full spectrum of this ability leads to creativity and eureka moments when controlled meaning contextualized mind wandering To the task or an idea can be a phenomenal tool for creative insight. But that's the caveat. Most of us don't have the cognitive control in place for that undertaking. We have flabby attention and focus. Wherever attention goes, the rest of the brain follows. Research out of Harvard finds that frequent and uncontrolled mind wandering, insert the large portion of the, uh, the working population, often stands in the way of happiness. This same study mentioned in the intro to this ebook concluded using the technique called experience sampling, that levels of happiness have less to do with the task at hand and more to do with whether or not you're mind wandering. That's the biggest takeaway. When you shift from mind wandering to present moment awareness, what's going on in the here and now? There are so many practical implications here in spin-offs to enhance your human experience. Let's briefly look at a few. Four f- foundational application and benefits of training the mental skill of becoming more aware of your awareness. First, athletes, weekend warriors, gym rats. Here's the problem. The lack of consistency in your gym routine may be be due to the quality of the workouts you've been normalized to believe. We are taught to want more out of less, which is the essence of efficiency, but it has its limits. In the modern gym environments, we have the majority of the space dedicated to large, expensive machines. There are also flat-screen televisions on every wall. We try to train specific muscles and trim fat off unappealing body parts. However, the majority of the population is more out of shape than ever. This is consistently blamed on lack of time and motivation. Solution the meta skill highlighted throughout this book will be invaluable to your body sensory perception. That's a complex way of saying if you cannot sit still with how your body physically feels moment to moment, your risk of injury, pain, fatigue, and overworking are all dramatically increased. Consciously think of the last injury you had. I'm willing to bet it was due to over-competitiveness at the gym, the lack of insight of your physical state, or the antipathetic relationship you have with your overall anatomical body. Here's the practice. Your daily workout routine should embody the idea that the brain doesn't recognize specific muscles. Only movements in sight, and specifically, our bodies are not separated muscle by muscle. Training each alone will only bore you. And cause mind wandering, phone checking, and low level fitness. You have an interconnected muscular system, and the best way to train that is to fully engage mind and body with contralateral compound movements. Functional patterns and ma- mastering body weight workouts, calisthenics will do the trick. Will do the trick. With appropriate progression and practice, you'll develop these new functional motor patterns, the way you evolve to move. The magic formula is a hybrid method incorporating serious aerobic fitness, but also toughest steel mental focus, causing you to bring full attention and experience the present moment. This helps to calm the chaos in your mind and to blissfully lose yourself in movement. There's different type of modalities, high-intensity interval training, yoga, mindfulness movements, primal movements, calisthenics, gymnastics, functional movements with moderate weight, and conscious cross-fit training. Most of these workouts require all of your attention and focus, alleviating the need to be distracted, allowing for full immersion into your movement. This leads to the higher levels of enjoyment and willingness to stay Consistent When you are slightly challenged and progression is noticeable, this is a sure recipe to stay on track. Number two, with lovers, friends, family members, and your relations day-to-day. Here's the problem. I want to familiarize you with a term studied in psychology. It's called habituation. In our day-to-day lives, we notice unusual things that catch our attention. In seconds, our mind categorizes it. Then habituation conserves brain energy by paying no attention to that thing once we know it's safe and familiar. This is a vice and a virtue. For those with less awareness, the fact is that we habituate to anything familiar, including our loved ones. If you've ever been having a conversation with your spouse or friend and started mind-wandering, that's a clear example of inhibiting cortical circuits of the reticular activating system. This region quiets when we see the same old person or thing over and over. I can predict that the majority of your material, relational, and communicative problems can be attributed in some way or another to fleeting focus attention deficits, or your inability to keep a space of vigilance. Solution. Understanding the locus of attention and being aware of your awareness and thought processes in the moment will allow you to notice the mind wandering or your distractedness in these moments and re-engage to be fully present in your conversations. Here's the practice. If you respectively find your attention drifting... Try taking a deep breath through your nose and out of your mouth. Three preferably, but one can re-engage your attention. Focused attention to a single aspect of sensory experience. In this case, the sensation of breathing, despite the frequent interruption of focus by unrelated distractions or mind-wandering. Awareness of each distraction thus promotes meditative focus by providing an opportunity to redirect attention to the object after a lapse of concentration. Practice increases your ability to self-catch your mind-wandering in your daily, in your daily conversations. No joke, my partner and I will be in the midst of a conversation, and when emotions are higher, we find ourselves drifting into the abyss of the mind. We stop. S-T-O-P. Stop, take a breath, observe, and proceed. Another notable observation, the importance of transitions and recalibrating to your new environment are crucial to stay fully focused and present in your relationships. Transitions are defined here as the time between your work and family time or your family time in the gym, etc. There is a prolonged hangover effect. In any cognitive activity that requires high level of focus, I found that taking six deep breaths with a five-second inhale and five-second exhale allows me to center myself and prepare for full engagement with my loved ones. Also, hugs lasting 20 to 30 seconds. This literally soothes the brain with calming inhibitory peptides. Quality time is crucial to a life well-lived. Here's the third one. Business, work, and entrepreneurship. Problem. The workforce of the 21st century is being outcompeted by AI, artificial intelligence and machine learning technology. It's no longer an argument of if, but when will more than 50% of the workforce lose their jobs? The lion's share goes to what we focus on in the moment Pay attention to your attention. What you'll need is a deep ability to learn, a deep ability to listen, the ability to have higher critical thinking with better collaborative potential with others, less rigid thought processes leading to enhanced creativity. Get yourself back in the game and on the path to success. Here's the solution. Meta-awareness is a precursor to hard quality work towards acquiring new skills. That's defined as the amount of time spent times focus of intensity. That brings about this high-quality output. This includes reinventing yourself, changing careers, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, Okay, let me define entrepreneurship. So intrapreneurship is defined as being innovative, um, you know, breaking barriers, breaking boundaries, expanding organizations, bringing more value than what you're getting paid, learning new skills and taking your listening to a new level. No more assuming, more attentive, deep listening, picking up on nuances computers will miss. Your success also depends on finding an environment that matches your performance profile. Here's the practice. Create a zone of zero distraction. Being aware of your ne- being aware of your awareness will be key to cultivating this space because it'll it'll show you the triggers, the unconscious, decisions that you're making that lead to negative emotional states and take you out of anything but peak experiences, flow states, uh, hyper focus, and 5X productivity. You have addictive defaults. Identify them and remove them. You need to disrupt the triggers in your environment that lead to unconscious addictive behavior. My zone of zero distraction looks like this. I can work from anywhere, but prefer an ergonomic chair Headphones with binaural beats, airplane mode on my phone, and logged out of all my social media profiles that may steal my full attention from the task at hand. Gerba mate, which is my tea of choice, a type of South American tea, a margo, which means bitter, no sugar, just, just the tea, to activate all my senses and create a full sensory workflow experience. Cultivating this state for me is the quickest way to get into flow. If you're not familiar with the flow state, the McKinsey Institute did a 50-year study that found executives who could get into flow were five more productive than the average worker. So check out my episode number 13 for more on flow of the Always Advancing podcast. Multitasking is a myth. Guard your time. An average day may look like send text, email, email, or messages and engaging with your coworkers. Multitasking has been proven a myth by neuroscience for years now. What our brain does is switch from task to task within tenths of a second. The whole process of this shifting from one task to another takes about a half second. Here's where it starts to add up. That half second is repeated hundreds if not thousands of times in the current landscape with our devices. What's more, each time you shift, to some extent, you're starting over. To further explain what I mean, let me share some additional t- statistics. People who are interrupted take an estimated 50% longer to complete a task and have been found to make up to 50% more errors. University of Calif- California, Irvine, found that it requires an average of 23 minutes to get fully back on track, even after a brief interruption. Constantly going back and forth between tasks has been shown to temporarily reduce your IQ by as much as 15 points. And finally, academic studies have found that most of us are interrupted or interrupt ourselves an average of roughly every three minutes. Cultivating your zone of zero distractions and focusing on one task at a time will make you more efficient and productive overnight. Number four, healthy eating habits, and emotional health. Here's the problem. Self-discipline plays a role in health because it's trading the short-term satisfaction for longevity, which is a core belief of mine. Your health and your lifestyle choices around your diet affect all aspects of your life. The way you fuel your body, self-care, being attentive to your emotional needs all play a role in overall health and wellness. Yet as a culture, we have compartmentalized health as secondary Excuses like I don't have time to eat healthy or organic is too expensive are a consensus and agreement that need to be challenged. That's not good enough and the culprit for the spike in disease, health ailments, mental illness can no longer be passed to the media for not educating us properly on health. Education is a commodity. You can learn everything you want in today's digital age. Self learn, be in tune with your dietary needs. Your life literally depends on it. Here's the solution meta awareness and other meta skills help with self regulation. With the proper training, noticing immediate thoughts, feelings, perceptions, effects, and food behaviors. All as well as noticing overarching patterns of these is the hallmark to metacognitive skills. Successful people have strong self-regulation skills. These skills help in directing, sustaining, and shifting attention when necessary. The quickest way to increase your self-regulation is gaining better control of your executive functions. This is the prefrontal cortex, and where the core of your locus of attention lives in the brain. The abilities are not just one single entity. Here are a few. Selective attention. That is the capacity to focus on one thing and ignore everything else. Vigilance. This is maintaining a constant level of attention as time goes on. Allocating attention to notice minor shifts in what we experience. Cognitive control. Keeping a specific goal, task, or path in mind despite distractions. Meta-awareness. Being able to track the quality of one's own awareness. Noticing when your mind wanders or when you audit a mistake. Brain training your prefrontal cortex may be the keystone you never thought would assist you when changing your lifestyle around food. Here's a practice. Mindless eating versus mindful eating, okay? Mindless eating looks like this. Eating past full and ignoring your body signal. Eating and multitasking, not being aware that you're consuming more food or eating more snacks than you, you consciously should be. Eating when emotionally triggered. Well, Everyone's done it, gotten the pint of ice cream or eaten too much of the pizza when they're in a negative emotional state to comfort their emotional state. Eating alone at random times and places. Those who eat in a social environment tend to engage more with others and be less conscious or and and be more conscious of the amount of food they're putting in their mouths. Eating comfort food rather than nutritious food. Eating for sugar rush and a dopamine hit to feel good. Here's mindful eating. You pay attention to your body and stop when you're full. When you're eating, you're just eating and there's no other task being done at that time. Eating foods that are nutritionally superior, eating with others at a set time and place, considering where food comes from, and consciously putting food of sustenance in your body. All of these practices, including any mindful breathwork techniques, reduce emotional reactivity and will enhance the executive functions in your brain. The more you practice, the stronger your ability to transform your less desirable habits. This requires an attention to your attention. Another tip is to remove any junk foods from your environment. Even the most aware of us have mindlessly picked up a snack food when it is within arm's reach. Don't fall victim to willpower fallacy. Our minds only have a limited amount of good decisions per day, so don't waste them on choosing snacks over nutrient-dense options day in and day out. In conclusion, managing the mind will transform your life. Our lives are shaped by our mind. We become what we think. Guatemala Buddha. Your awareness of your thoughts, your ability to perceive yourself moment by moment will help you take the driver's seat of your life back, inevitably allowing you to steer your emotional self, physical body, and shape your mental processes. This mindfulness-based skill called meta-awareness is an awareness of where your attention is to where it is going at any moment. If you implement and practice this mental skill, using contemplative practices to train your meta-awareness, it acts as a wedge to open your mind and provide insight to the mental habits that are arising again and again. Perception, sensory awareness, to the evaluation of those thoughts. It provides awareness to all the triggers and impulses and feelings and thoughts that are not in conjunction with well-being and happiness in our lives. The more we practice, the more insight and wisdom we can shine on our unconscious and reactive states day to day. The evolution of consciousness has been in plain sight for thousands of years, giving us direct experience with our mental habits and allowing us to quite literally change the neuroplasticity of our brains. Metacognition, knowledge, and experiences associated with mindfulness changes and evolves with continuous practice. You, as the practitioner, may need to pass through many intermediate stages to reach a clear state of mindfulness. This can be accomplished wittingly or unwittingly, but either way you are moment by moment training your brain. Meta-awareness helps us to notice the sensory awareness with our body, bringing us to a space without judgment and evaluation to be situated in the present moment with our sensory awareness to allow the negative emotions to arise and pass without the overbearing impulse that every thought is truth. You don't have to believe every thought. If you did, then you're believing 70,000 thoughts that are unconscious and most likely rooted in past experiences negatively charge emotional state, which is perpetuating the same experience over and over. You're relearning the lesson unknowingly. You're programmed to keep going and keep feeling and addicted to these negative impulses. If you can become aware of your thoughts and the ambiguous inner workings of your mind, then congratulations, you are inadvertently becoming a more mindful person. As you begin to practice meta-awareness, awareness awareness of awareness, you will begin to free yourself from the new precept of the white noise. When you understand that you are not the thoughts in your mind and you have full emotional energetic control to give these thoughts power, you will become free of your constant mind wandering. This is the true key to cut the learning curve, speed up the process of mastering skills, quicken the process of self-discovery, uncovering self-awareness and finding purpose in this life, clearing out the white noise in your mind, quitting the ambiguous psyche, helping you become more thoughtful in all your interactions and live a life present moment by moment. In a few hundred years, when the history of our time will be written from a long-term perspective, it is less likely that the most important event historians will see is not technology, not the internet, not e-commerce. It is an unprecedented change in the human condition. For the first time, literally, substantial and rapidly growing numbers of people have choices. For the first time, they will have to manage themselves. And society is totally unprepared for it. Peter Drucker. Being still is the most intelligent thing you will ever do. The Stoic philosophers of the past knew this. Japanese martial arts traditions knew this. Eastern philosophy has taught this meditative and contemplative practices for millennia. Truth is truth no matter who. Who said it, found it, or brought it to light? Now, tangible evidence can close the debate. Mindfulness will enhance every moment in your human experience, and meta-awareness is the aspect of mindfulness you should implement and practice to become a better version of yourself, moment by moment. All right, thanks, Advancers. I hope you enjoyed that. If you want to pick up your own standalone copy or get your paperback copy, you can go to Amazon. If you want to get the ebook cover to cover, uh, you can get that also on Amazon. I have my links through all my social media pages. This is my book and I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, this is my first crack at writing. I'm not a I'm not an author. I'm I'm just trying to master these different mediums of communication. And at one point I will become poetic. I will become a great writer. But as of today, that's all I have for you guys. That's it. Thanks for tuning in. If I brought you any value today, please subscribe for notifications of next week's episode. I would truly appreciate it. Also, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. Connect to our community on social media. We're building a tribe of self-actualized grow getters. Those that implement the practice of lifelong learning, understanding it will catalyze self-actualization, the ultimate production of the human spirit. Find your baseline and grow every day. Tell Next Time Adventurers, make the rest of your day the best of your day.